Hi, Rav Judah here with Masechah Megillah, Paragimel, Mishnah, Bet. Continuing along this theme of selling a shul that started in the prior Mishnah, Rameir maintained that if you sell a shul, there has to be a clause included in the contract that if I want to, I can you know, buy it back out and go back to the shul. Why? We would never want it to appear that we're getting rid of a shul. Chas v'shalom. We love our shuls. We don't want to ever get rid of them. Sometimes we're forced to sell them. Sometimes we have an opportunity and it's the right move, but it comes with a heavy heart. So if there was at least a clause in the contract that we could go back to it, it shows that we care. Chacham Romim you don't have to do that. Rather, you can sell a shul permanently. However, there are some specific restrictions on what you can sell a shul for. It can't be used for merchats. It can't be used as a bathhouse. That would be disgraceful. People are walking around. They're not dressed. Bursiki is a tannery. Tanneries use hides and animal skins. They smell terrible. Tevila, uh, to use it as a place for immersion, like a mikvah. Again, people are going to be walking around unclothed. That's not appropriate in a place that was a shul. And a beta mayim. It's a question whether a beta mayim is a bathroom or a beta mayim is a laundry. But again, it's it's dirty water. It's just not appropriate or respectful to what a shul was to now use it for that. Rabbi Yehuda has a different idea. He says, just sell the whole shul as a courtyard. And then allow the buyer to do what they want with it. In other words, you don't specify in the contract what it is that they want from it. You simply say, I'm selling you the shul. Here, it'll be a courtyard. You'll do what you want with it. Now, they go and do something with it. That's their decision, but that's not your problem as the seller of the shul.